So this is uh, Damager AOD crew, and with much honor and much respect and much gratitude, I want to bring to you directly, you know, interviews for Immortal, and we're celebrating the life of Maze, um, father, friend, brother, homeboy, a man of impeccable character, and got up, just smashed shit in the early 90s. Um, was a leader, literally an innovator at his time. As you see on the website and the pictures being displayed, you'll see you'll see like just some of the simple genius that he executed, the the perfection, the skill, and uh, you know as these interviews unravel tonight, you'll see how uh, this story, this impact that one man made, really did make a difference. And uh, you know we're all just better for knowing him. And uh, you know rest in peace. We'll talk soon so stay tuned guys glad to bring you here and uh welcome to this edition of immortal strack so uh what's up my friend just rocking and rolling dude nice just representing maze one aod today's his funeral just showing some love now we're down here at up rock with all the family all the friends and homies and everything Representing and uh, showing love. It's good to see you, Dan. So it's good to see you too, man. It's been a long time. For people out there listening to this, Srak, uh, although wasn't in AOD, was from a crew SADK and uh, and IBC. And IBC, yep, IBC. Just um, choose crew, also, right? Yep. Where Chu was from, at least. Yep. Um, Srak definitely paid his dues and was a king in his own right here. You know, definitely up and. Uh, you know, longtime friend of Maze. Yeah. So do you remember the first time you met Maze? You know, the the graffiti days are so crazy. It's it, there's not really a definitive time. It's like multiple times. You know, yeah. when you're just like maybe uh, painting with a couple of homies and and then you know a couple of other guys roll up and then you just start hanging around. So as far as like a definitive date, I don't have it. But I've I've known Maze since high school. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I graduated, you know, back in the 90s, mid-90s. And uh, he was always just one of the most down cats out there. Yeah. Like, not only just artistically speaking, but, you know, just always always had everybody's backs. Like, was always treated everybody's family as we were, you know? Yeah. He, he, he really did have everybody's back. I mean, I'm thinking about just sometimes that any time that I needed... And, you know, assistance, or even, you know, and I've even heard of uh, more extreme examples of calls being made at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning and without reservation, you know, with a big smile, he's there, you know, and totally down. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And would be there, so. And it didn't matter the odds either, you know, I mean, you could, you could be facing 25 people, and uh, the words that came out of his mouth is, see you in a moment. See you in a moment, yeah. You know. See you soon. I'm coming down. I'm coming to get you. Something like that. He always he always had the family's back, no matter what it was. When you think about Maze, how do you most remember him? What's the first stuff that comes to mind? Just a great, a great smile. Just lit up the room. Was a positive kid back in the day. Crazy good artist. And loyal. Yeah. I think loyal is is the word. Uh, down you know what I'm saying yeah down yeah yeah for sure 
So that's that's how I feel about him. Howard's weird, you know. It's like uh, funerals. Funerals always have a way of uh, bringing the light uh, so much, you know. Memories, gratitude. Yeah. And also maybe sometimes a, a sudden reminder of like specific calls to action or transformation or change. And you know, for me, just sitting there and seeing everybody. It, getting old you know it's been 20 years since a lot of us had written together you know yeah at least 15 uh, uh, but it's it's interesting to see when we come together like everything that transpires and and although our lives have taken different approaches and different perspectives and different paths how we still come together in memory but also mm-hmm. in unity with where we're at and you know i just keep getting in this kind of uh, space i keep thinking about maze and you know my early experiences with maze <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and the, the thing that's, that's different about salt lake city that i think that uh, a lot of other places don't is that we were an extremely tight-knit group um you know there's a lot of crossover from the graffiti scene and hip-hop to the hardcore scene punk rock you know and we we saw a lot of that crossover and everybody had each other's backs. It was all always tight knit. And even if there was little tiny beefs here and there, things could get squashed pretty quick if we saw the bigger picture. Yeah. And, and most of the times people would see that bigger picture and they'd come together. That's my perspective of it. Yeah. So here we are with the AOD crew in uh, honor and celebration of Maze's life. Oh, looking over this book of flicks. Of what Maze did, and oh my God, me and Joe went and saw that, the Michael Collins movie, mm-hmm. drinking wine in the back. That's good stuff. And then when it showed Michael Collins die on his knees, we both jumped up. Fuck that! He didn't die on his knees. That man died on his feet fighting for a cause. And all these old folks, because they're the only people who are still in the theater mm-hmm. at that early an hour, just turned around and looked at us like, "Oh my God, who are these people?" <laughs> yeah, when I saw that, I tripped out, man. I hadn't seen these in, since they were done. That was yeah. the sickest right there, too. Yeah. I remember that. That was like 95. Mm-hmm. <coughs> this is uh, Damager with Rick Rap and Sway. Sledge. That's good shit right that's so hard with the buzz off. Yeah, that was so ill. That was good shit right there. So many videos. Yeah, that's the night. Yeah. 20th of 96. <laughs> that was a minute ago, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, man. 19 years, Dave. How did you end up meeting Maze? Sledge. Through Sledge? Mm-hmm. At Rockin' Roy's. Rockin' Roy's. <laughs> we, we were skating the half pipe, and the best thing was when Joey and Jason would let Nancy chase all the new skaters around and think it was so funny. And we would just sit there and laugh while they would all get chased. Oh, yeah. That's so rad. Yeah.
Okay. So you remember how you met Maze? Fuck. From Sledge? Yeah. Hardcore days. Used to go skateboarding. Used to go with them in the train yards. Go watch them do graffiti and watch out for the bulls. That was it. Watch out for the bulls. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Their rapid sentence goes, we'd say that the helicopter was coming. The, the police were sending in the helicopters. We had to lie low. We couldn't move. There's no fucking helicopters. <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff. God, you know, thinking about all the train yards and, you know, all the experiences we had. Just bombing, you know. Yeah, I remember bombing. Joey, when he was doing a piece, he kneeled down and... He didn't know if it was human fucking shit or dog shit, but there was toilet paper that stuck to him. He stood up and just started, started running away. Oh, dude, it was so bad. It was so fucking bad. But no, man, the North Yards, like that's how I learned about train lines and everything was from fucking Zach and going down with Joey. And I remember just hanging out and I would just stand there and wait for the bulls. Like that's all I did. It was so much fucking fun hanging out. Uh, Let's go to the North Yard. Sounds good to me. Can't remember the what was the other the central yard that got shut down? Not shut down, but you can't access it anymore. It wasn't the Union Under, Yard. Underneath the it might have been the Union Yard. Underneath the Viaduct. Yard. 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 Is that it? Yeah. yeah. So funny, dude. That was like the best thing. You remember that Uzi that was downtown? Yeah. It was like in perfect shape, perfect highlights and shadows and shading, and mm -hmm. I mean it was it was advanced, you know. It was advanced at this time, and I remember like fewer, fewer and maze. We knew it was. We all knew it was like either one of them, but still today it's a mystery. Like neither of them ever owned it. There's no, we'll never know. No, that's the best fucking part about it. Yeah. 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 I guess some things will go to go to the grave, literally. You know. Yeah. Uh, in honor, in honor and uh, memory and celebration of the great maze, one friend, brother. Hero, mentor, and we're with a personal friend who directly didn't really write, but was always a part of the scene and very, very, very close to Maze, to really all of us, uh, you know, AOD and much of the, the early scene in the 90s here in Salt Lake City. So um, without further ado, this is John. Hey, what's up? Hey, my yeah, I mean, there's there's so many stories. It's hard to think of one. Um, What's the craziest obviously? thing you've ever that you remember Joey from? Well, the craziest thing by far is that freeway overpass he did, where it's like maybe two inches in diameter of, of what you can stand on, and he had to like inches way up. And this was like a a freeway overpass over a freeway overpass, so it's like twice as crazy. There's a certain death if you slip up at all. And he inches his way out. And, I mean, there's traffic lights all over the place. It's a very visible spot. And he inched his way all the way up to the top in the middle. He's, like, hugging the wall and somehow reaches out and pulls out his can and somehow manages to do, like, a really cool throw-up and scoots all the way back and gets away with it. It's just the next day he drove me past there on the freeway and showed me. And it's just impossible. It's like, how the hell did you How did you do that? But that was Joe. He just he did the impossible. It, um, he put the work in and he sketched and sketched and drew and go out with Sledge and Ego and all those guys all the time and, you know, fewer and he made it look easy, but he, he just he worked his ass off at it and it was very focused and it was a very positive thing in his life. He just, he loved art and 
uh, it was a big expression of him and it's just you know again I wasn't a writer because I'm not artistic I was a musician so I was around that scene and saw everybody yeah, and admired what they do but, well, <laughs> but, uh, but at the time I, I didn't write but I was around everybody that did yeah, and yeah. could appreciate that so yeah. Well, you're a pillar, nonetheless. You know? <laughs> oh, I mean, you were always there for everybody. So. Yeah, and I just love what they all do, and it's cool to see it passed down to the next generation. And so, who 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 was Maze to you in your life? Uh, he was my best friend. You know, it's a tragic that he moved on so young, but at the same time, he packed more life into those short years than most people ever will. You know, doing all these crazy things, but he was he was there for everybody when anybody needed help. He was there, and um, he was just amazing. There's just just a brilliant, bright light for all of us, and somebody I admired deeply. He he definitely had that. He definitely was a bright light. Had a countenance to him that few few definitely have. Yeah. What's coming to mind to ask you, or I should say, coming to heart to ask you is, how are you different now by knowing Maze? Oh, <laughs> I mean, one of the big lessons I learned from him early on, again, we grew up together. We were just inseparable. And I remember going on a road trip with him, and um, we were coming back across the, the Indian Reservation in Arizona, so we're, we've got the pedal to the, literally to the floor in this old baby blue Mercury Lynx, you know, <laughs> with the stereo system was worth more than the whole car kind of thing. And I got a speeding ticket, and I was so bummed. And we had this epic road trip. It was just unbelievable. And at the end, I I was so bummed because I got this ticket. I almost lost my license from it. He's like, look, you know, if something bad's going to happen, it's going to happen. Worrying's not going to help that. So are you going to let that little thing ruin the this whole epic road trip we had, this whole journey? Or you're going to get home. Yeah, it sucks, but you're going to deal with it, and you'll pay the fine, and, and we move on. But don't let it ruin right now. So I'm thinking about that, too, as we have the funeral today, and this is really hard. I mean, I lost a huge piece of me, but I still, there's a lot of life left for all of us to live, and his legacy is bringing us all together, and I can't let that ruin right now as hard as it is. I just got to move on, and I would pass that on to anybody else. Get us to explore more things, and, you know, it wasn't just art. He loved music. He loved sculpture and uh, food and traveling to Hong Kong and all kinds of cool stuff that he just he didn't stay in the comfort zone he was just always exploring and doing cool things and he integrated that into his art I would just encourage other people to follow his lead he was he was a great example that's awesome I'm glad that you're able to take the time and get your words down here for for uh, you know his not just his memory but his posterity and yeah you know and that contribution to everybody out there that's going to be in here in this from now and Hopefully forever. Yeah, know? and I appreciate you guys doing this. This is awesome, and and hopefully this will just get out there on the internet and go around the world, and people so, can hear these someone stories. Someone, as you're <laughs> saying that right now, is about to put this recording down. They're going to go outside, and somewhere in this country, they're going to see this maze 1996 yeah. car come rolling by, you know, train car. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I know that, you know, graffiti represents the whole spectrum of emotions and yeah. feelings, but for him, it was just such a positive outlet. I don't... You know, some people it's activism and rebellion, and that's totally understandable. But for him, it wasn't that. It was, at least not you know 100%. It was just this creative outlet where he just had to go out with his brothers and just do something cool and just make this amazing art out there and get it in the world. And 
and you know there's all kinds of crazy shenanigans of course and a lot of fun and yeah. but while they're out in the train yards they're like helping people out and talking to the homeless guys and giving them drinks and you know just that's how he was he took time to take interest in people sitting down do you ever remember how slow he ate oh yeah good god man this is maze the maze ate slow <laughs> I, one day we were out, we were having dinner and pretty much everybody else is finished and he's eating basically a pee at a time. I'm like, man, come on, let's go. He's like, no, I had to eat fast in the military. I'm going to take goddamn time. I'm no. And he did. Well, fuck you guys. I'm just going to sit here and eat. I think I went out to eat with him probably two more times after that. that about like, forget about it. You eat before I meet up with you. Oh, man. His rationale was perfect. I, shit, if you were forced to, you know, shove food in your face, wouldn't you take your time? I would. I'm like, all right. That's a delicious pea. That's a delicious <laughs> <laughs> Big Joe always had his eye on the Audis. Yeah, he uh, did. Always stuffing money away, getting ready to buy. He was, was an A8 or an A6. Always had his eye on that. And he always had his shit together. When we were kids, like out of all of us, always worked a job, man. Always held it down. Kid, like, for how young we were and all the shit that he did and still came and hang out with us and held down that job i was impressed you know my favorite part was he stayed as a bus boy for a reason yeah. he's like i don't want to be a waiter he's like i make more money as a bus boy he got it worked out to figure it out that i've been here long enough that the waiters are going to treat me just as well if not better and i'm going to make more money than them he was very well respected there i worked with him. yeah dude and you would go down like so i made it a friday ritual like when i got paid every two weeks to go down and see big joe and i get you know the one uh, not london boil but anyway get a steak and he would sneak me like wine, like <laughs> taught me about cake bread and like Louis the Fourth <coughs> cognac. He's like, this is ninety dollars a shot. I'm like, Good. <laughs> Always go down and see him. That's that's one of my fondest memories. Just going down and staying out. And he would have to work, but he'd always make time. He'd always make time, and it didn't matter. Shit had to be done. He'd come hang out with his friends. I remember a mission that we did specifically, and that was off the I-80 in 21st South. There was that big-ass fucking building that just sat there forever and ever, and it had that little shed on top. And remember, you remember how we would always go, wherever we would go, whoever it was, we were always climbing on shit or whatever, G.I. joe whatever we did. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun stuff. But I remember going to that fucking, uh, going, going to that building with Maze, and, uh, that had to have been the most impenetrable fucking wall hmm. building to climb. It took us, I think it was like two and a half hours to find it. What we ended up doing is getting a, a series of these pallets uh-huh. like this, these pallet crate things. And we put two of them together. It was Joey's idea. So we put two of them together as like a ladder. And he had found like fucking 10 feet of like shit ass rope you wouldn't tie your fucking dog up in your front yard with, right? And we fucking climbed the top of this thing. He fucking MacGyvers somehow this apparatus there. <laughs> Hold us up, right, to this ladder that's about 15 feet even farther than the roof than where we're at, right? But we're able to cling onto this ladder thing, and we scaled up to the roof. And so we're finally so jazzed to get on this fucking, up this ladder that I'm right behind him. And he's going, he's going, he's going, he's going, he's going, and we're up there. And this thing's like four stories tall, you know? And I remember when we get up there, like, he starts shimmying out to the right. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what the fuck's the problem? Like, you know, and I get up there, and I'm about to just, like, heave ho, you know, jump. Mm-hmm leapfrog right onto the fucking roof and uh what what happened was i go to leapfrog up and right in front of me is nothing like there is no roof 
And what had happened is it had seemed like I can only imagine like what a war zone looks like, you know, with fucking mortar holes and shelling and everything like that. But that was the first thing that came to my mind because every hole is about 10 feet wide with only about a foot space of existing roof in between it, which was like the crossbars of the roof were, were existing. And me and Maze for a second actually thought about shimming across these little crossbars to bomb that. <laughs> to bomb that shit and we both look over the edge of this thing and we look down and we knew we like no that's a fall that will kill you dude there's yeah. no fucking way and yeah. so he's shimmying across like this and I remember him laughing at me because he's standing up G.I. Joeying across this fucking uh, ledge and we were going to hit we were going to hit the, the smaller roof below us there's a smaller roof below us about 20 feet down and uh He's shimmying across and he's laughing at me because I've straddled. I'm fucking scared now. <laughs> I'm going to fall one way or I'm going to fall the other. I'm dead. I'm like ass and balls on this uh-huh. ledge. <laughs> Boots and buckies. He's laughing his ass off. And then he rigs uh, the rope up and we were able to drop ourselves down to uh, uh, with a small drop, land on the uh, roof and did a big all-out destruction spell out. And, nice. And uh, nice. yeah, that was... That was my maze. That was my. That's my big maze story that I had. So, chilling with Sway, AOD, boys from the county hell here. Well, not me, but Sledge and Sway, one of the dynamic duo. Talk to me about how you remember maze. Man, I remember maze. Uh... My my thoughts of me and Mays was uh, North Yard for sure, uh, and fewer, and Sledge, having our house in the avenues. Oh yeah, remember the Avenue House and uh, day bombing, fucking sneaking in the yard, day bombing. Uh, yeah, yeah. And at yeah. that at that time, and we talked a little bit in your interview about this, but about that time, how much painting were you guys actually doing? God, we would hit the yard. I, I remember with uh, me and Fewer actually went out a lot more than uh, than Sledge and Maze. But I remember hitting the North Yard two, three times a day. <laughs> yeah, two, three times a day. So six hundred times. Yeah. yeah, two, three times a day, North Yard, um, and then uh, the junkyard as well. Uh, junkyard, you couldn't really get in there in the day, though. That was that was more night. Uh, Chew and none, it looks like. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. What kind of impact did Maze make in your life? Big impact. Well, Huge impact. In what way? I rem- well, it, Maze was funny because none of us really worked, but he would hold a full-time job. <laughs> As a busboy, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, and then, uh, yeah, and then like, switch of a light, we were out bombing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember numerous times in which, whether he was getting off of one restaurant or the other, he's picking us up and going bombing. We're going bombing, or yeah. we would run as a crew. And I remember several times where we would go bombing together. And remember, there were there were a handful of times that I remember we'd go downtown. And then we would pair off, and yeah. we would be in pairs. And when we'd be taking one side of the street, and then we'd turn a certain way, yeah. and the others would be going the other side of the street and go yeah. some other way. And you know what devastation we shared with. 
yeah. I can't help but think of TM when I think of that style of bombing. <laughs> Taking the sides of the streets, holding the hand with the girlfriend, and bombing, dude. This is an old school order here from Salt Lake City uh, sharing. Yes, and, sir. Uh, Hell yeah. All I know is that that AOD crew, it's like, no matter how much people were like, no, they're okay. They were the shit. You guys were the shit. You know what I mean? Everybody looked up to them. And even today, man, you see that style still being used in, in graph writers today who are 20 years after the fact, yet they're still painting with that same flair, that same... When, when I think of Fjord, I think of his ER, his ER letters. You're talking everyone's got this it, shit I just posted the other day. The old shop on 33rd. Oh, that's the old Blasting Production, the very first hip-hop yeah. shop, Fate One, TBH, yeah, AOD. Yeah. What? There's... Yeah. Well, is there anything you'd like to share with how you remember Maze or any parting words of wisdoms of people out here that are listening to this podcast today that they can draw forth from Le- from from Maze or Maze's life? I don't know. I you know it it's been it's God it's been fifteen eighteen years. You know since I was it was a daily hangout with Maze, but but uh. Yeah, train yards and and uh, two fifteen. Yeah, man, two fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I was, in fact, I was there that night. I was with him that night when he walked out on that suicide. Um, yeah, that was wild, dude. We wouldn't go out. We wouldn't go out. It was that sketchy, but then I remember yeah. seeing Sway suicides eventually. It's funny about this is John is just talking about this. Wow. Yeah, yeah, like, I, like dude, even to, to yeah. the, you mess up one little slip, yeah. you're dead, man. Yeah, that you're was dead. that was that was a fall. I mean, the suicides I was doing was they you, were know, you could fall and off and 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 you know, granted you would fall on the freeway. You so break, break your leg or get hit by a car, but you might yeah, live. Yeah, but his, his, <laughs> that that one he did it twice. In fact, it he was did a, it two a different turn. Times. The Highland was yep. it the Highland turn? Yep. Oh man, I look at I yep. look at that every day, and I say I can't imagine yeah. climbing out on that. But yeah. people did it. Yeah. Maze did it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah good shit. Man. Good shit. In fact, I think I got a flick. Well, Sway, we appreciate your time and thank yeah, you for your man. contribution. Appreciate it, yeah. I love yeah. you. I love you for showing up and being here. Of course, yeah. you would be, you know, crew and all. And yeah. he was our homeboy. Oh, no, and, different, uh, different and all those out there listening to this, stay up, be oh, yeah. safe, arrive in perfection, and you know, love openly, celebrate your homeboys. Peace. Peace.